Hello, everyone. Welcome to Faith Focus Weekly Discipleship Podcast. My name is Kevin Ragnus, and I'm the Discipleship Director here at Faith Covenant Church. And as always, I want to be encouraging you to make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on any of the major podcasting platforms, to make sure you don't miss any of our weekly content. Uh, We've recently been doing a handful of episodes about a practice called spiritual direction, and so to talk a little bit more with me about that today is our very own children's pastor, Sarah Sosa, or actually family life pastor. Uh, family ministries pastor. Family ministries pastor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, yeah, I don't, I I just, I don't know anybody's title here. I just know what we do, kind of, sort of. You work with kids and their families. I do. Yeah. I get to support Davey while he's working for youth. Yes. So, anyway. Yeah. We love Pastor Sarah. We're glad she's here. So, yeah. So, um, we've been, like I said, we've been talking about spiritual direction. I know that's something that you've done over the years. So, how did you first hear about spiritual direction? Because it's not the most, like, commonly known Christian practice. Yeah. Uh, The first time was back in the 90s when I was in seminary, and I'm not even sure it registered as spiritual direction. Um, but we had back then it was called spiritual formation classes mm, yes. and um, they still have those yes <laughs> and I had uh, this is at North Park Seminary down in Chicago I had a professor come up to me during coffee hour and ask if um, I would be okay meeting with him for spiritual direction because um, we had to do one-on-ones as part of this class and I said sure that's fine um, and the thing is this guy like I'm going to name drop here, which will mean maybe nothing to anybody watching the podcast, but uh, it's John Weborg, who is like, he is like the, like spiritual direction guru for Mm -hmm. North Park. So North Park Seminary's spiritual direction program is named after him, right? So, (laughs) so when he asked if he could, if it would be okay, if he met with me, I was like, bow down, like, yes, Yes. let's do that. Like I was so excited and felt... Kind of like when my previous employer asked me if it was okay if they sent me on a business trip to Hawaii. Yeah. I was like, I guess if someone has to. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, he was one of these guys, like I had a class with him too, like actual classroom class with him. And uh, he was, he was the geekiest, nerdiest looking, (laughs) like honestly. So he came to class, his hair's like sticking up in all different directions. He's got the the thick black frame glasses before they were cool to have, um, you know, business shirt, pocket protectors, pens, yes. and, you know, the whole deal, plaid pants that were too short, like, <laughs> at, like all the stereotypes on one person. And he walks in the room and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, who is this guy? And I have to be in this class for two hours. Like it was a two hour class. So I, I totally did the disinterested student thing. I just like kicked back slouched in my chair I'm like oh this will be awesome yeah and then he you know he's taking his time setting up and then he starts talking and I was like oh oh and then he like starts saying more things and I'm like paper pen paper pen I need, I need <laughs> to take notes, notes. <laughs> like it just wisdom came out of this guy's mouth like he was just so in sync with the Holy Spirit and faith and just wise 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 so mm-hmm. that was my first exposure to spiritual direction but i didn't even really know that that's what it was mm. so the second round with it was um i did a retreat that the covenant denomination offers to pastors through their sustaining pastoral excellence program um, and it was at a retreat center up in calgary canada and as part of that week long or short week together we were assigned spiritual directors and so 
I met with a woman named Helen Sapiro, who is also now in hindsight a giant of spiritual direction, <laughs> which I didn't know at the time. <laughs> and I got to meet with her every day. And um, and I had I'm like spiritual direction. What is I don't even know what I'm doing. And yeah. So you know I sit down with her and we do the little chit chat, get to know you, and then she she's like, so what would you like to talk about? And I was like, but. Aren't you supposed to tell me what to talk about? Like, I'm like, I don't know. You Direct know, she, me. She's like, well, this is your time. I'm like, okay. Like, in the, on the inside, I'm like, I got nothing. So it was kind of awkward at first, but then we just started talking about things, and I so valued that. And and I and that time with her was so rich during the week. I remember asking her, you know, hey, um, you don't live in Minnesota. Do you know happen to know any spiritual directions directors in my neck of the woods that I could connect with? And She's like, yeah, actually, yes, I'll send you her name and email address. Fantastic. And then I, of course, promptly did nothing <laughs> with that information for years. Right. right? So, and, and so fast forward, I was working at my doctorate at Bethel, and we had to take a pastoral care class, and spiritual direction was assigned as part of that. And I was like, where's that email? Where's that lady? Like, what's her name? Must find it. <laughs> I know. Like, hopefully, so, so, anyway, I found her, and, and, I, and that's the spiritual director that I still meet with. Okay. Her four years five years yeah so and i would just like she kind of subtly mentioned that but she is also a doctor true yeah dr sosa yeah i tried to get my kids to call me the reverend dr mom and they just both looked at me and then emma said or we can just call you mom i that's i'm sorry (laughs) to work i i need to do better about calling you dr sarah hard for all of those titles i use them daily I'll I will i will try to start remember that. No, I won't call you mom, really but I'll be like yeah. Reverend Doctor Sarah. I do have a friend who makes a point of introducing me as the Reverend Doctor Sosa wherever she goes, and I'm like, done. You can be done now. <laughs> anyway, I had a friend that when I started uh, seminary, she's like, once you're a pastor, I'm going to call you Master Pastor Kevin. I was like, <laughs> yes, please do. All Surprisingly, that. nobody else wants to call me Master. It's the strangest weird, thing. I'm like, I have weird. a degree, but anyway, that's a whole other. Another, whole other another podcast, podcast another day for that so um so yeah you, you've just kind of talked about three different stints that you've had um with different spiritual directors um what has your experience overall been like what have you gained from that um, learned from that it really is your own space um you know every single time you know it's the invitation to just sit in silence for a while or start with prayer or just dive in if there's something that i've been sort of wrestling with and a spiritual space I can just sit down with my spiritual director and just jump right in two feet her job is to um, listen and look for how she discerns the Holy Spirit at work in my life mm-hmm. and so as as I unpack whatever feels big or whatever feels like it needs my attention she's listening uh, for things uh, themes that get repeated words that get repeated images that come up you know and then she'll ask me she never tells me anything. She mm, doesn't summarize yeah. my life for me or anything like that. But she'll say, I noticed you said this five times. What do you suppose that means? Yeah. And then I'm like, huh, I, I did, huh? <laughs> I wonder what that means, you know? Yeah. And we can kind of do that kind of work. So it really is um, their guide in a way, um, but they are not intrusive. Spiritual direct- If spiritual direction is done well, it's really about helping you discern where God is at work in your life yeah. and how you can respond to that be challenged by it embrace it whatever you know whatever thing you need to be doing mm-hmm. they help you see it and uh, can hold you accountable to it too so some people would maybe kind of hear some of these descriptions about spiritual direction and go 
that sounds like therapy or counseling. How would you respond to that? Like, what's different? Because di- I have both. I have a therapist <laughs> yep. and a spiritual Same. director. It's different work. It really is. Like, mm-hmm. the therapy is is more about me. I would say spiritual direction is more about God. Mm. Right? So, in therapy, I'm I'm... I'm unraveling my own psychology, my own habits, my own hangups, my own whatever, and how I interact with the world. And certainly, because my counselor is Christian, my faith is a part of that. Mm-hmm. And even if she wasn't Christian, my faith would still be part of it because it's integrated in who I am. Um, but in spiritual direction, my focus is not on me. Mm-hmm. My, I guess I can't speak for everybody, but when I go into spiritual direction, my focus is where's God and how do I catch up with him? Because mm-hmm. I feel like God's always out ahead of me and, call, <laughs> and calling me to something. Mm-hmm. And so I, in my spiritual direction sessions, I really, really, really want to seek the voice of God in community with somebody else who can help me find that and mm-hmm. discern it. Yeah. Um, and so then the questions of, well, you know, I have these thoughts in my head, how do I know if it's just what Sarah Sosa wants or if it's what God wants? Mm-hmm. Well, now I take that to spiritual direction. My spiritual director can help me in that process of discernment. I wouldn't do that work with my therapist, mm-hmm. right? So it's different. It really is different. And how is it different with um, to speak to your spiritual director about some of these things versus speaking to other close family members or close friends because you certainly have people that you talk to about intimate life stuff with and faith stuff with so what's different with a director versus a confidant well spiritual directors have training right Mm -hmm. they 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 actually have earned a a certificate in spiritual direction they they have sat through classes they've read books and they've honed a gift that they already have typically Mm. Um, and so these are people who tend to already be in tune with how, the work of the Holy Spirit and how the Spirit moves and communicates. Um, and they're good at it, mm-hmm. right? Like it's their thing. And if you want help with something, don't you want to go to the person where it's like their thing? Yeah. <laughs> like certainly I'll talk to my family and friends too. It's all, it's all part of the whole. It's this idea of having a Christian community around you mm-hmm. is um, you, you want the conversations from every angle. Yeah. Um, but but meeting with the spiritual director, um, that's their thing, right? Like, if I want really good food, I'm gonna go to a restaurant that's got a great chef. Yeah. That's <laughs> that that's the chef's thing is cooking food, and yeah. I'll, I'll go eat that food versus somebody who's like, yeah, I think I can touch some buttons on the microwave. Yeah, don't go yeah. to a <laughs> restaurant run by me. That's right. a poor choice. Right. <laughs> right. Or apparently your dad. Right. Well, he he did do egg bake while on Easter. Easter. Like it was the first yeah. thing I've ever seen him cook. That's a whole other story too. Another podcast. Yes, we we've got multiple episodes we're doing for spinoffs <laughs> that we're getting to from today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's I think that's the thing is that they they have um, expertise because of the training, mm-hmm. but more than that, they have expertise because of the spiritual giftedness of, mm-hmm. of being in that space. Yeah. So I hope what uh, what you're hearing or watching if you're watching on YouTube, is that this is another tool in the toolbox. This Mm -hmm. is not something that replaces the kinds of conversations that we have with a therapist or a coach or a friend or a family member. This is an additional tool to help us discern God's leading in our lives. Let let me... um get personal for a second and if you don't love this you can cut it out of the okay podcast. i'm sure i love it <laughs> um and i think most of the church knows because we sent a congregational letter about my husband walking out on 
our my our marriage and our family and um obviously that was a tailspin season for me and for my kids and i needed every different type of person in my life in that moment Mm -hmm. I, i needed spiritual direction i needed therapy i needed family i needed friends the denomination because i'm a credentialed pastor appointed for me a care team and i met with them once a month um, and did different kind of work with them than mm-hmm. I was doing with all these other people. And I needed all of it yeah. to, to sort through something so big and so heavy and come out um, on a, health, a somewhat healthy trajectory. Right? Yep. Yep. Um, I, could, I could have gotten so lost yeah. and, and so and, and not have not have reached the healing I did as quickly as I did mm. if it hadn't been for the types of people and even like our staff, right? Like to be here on Tuesday mornings and staff meeting and the, our check-ins and knowing that I could be vulnerable and knowing that you would all hold that, you know, with, with confidence and gravity and that you'd be praying around me and my kids. Like, that meant the world to me. Yeah. Like, so that was another support system. Um, and, you know, we, we were just talking in staff meeting this morning about <laughs> the importance of community. And that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what faith community is. It's, it's, all, it's all the people doing all the things right alongside you so you can make sense of your life, be the best healthiest version of yourself that you can be on any given day and and then in that space you become available to be you know sort of a partner with God right like mm-hmm. a conduit where he can use you to reach into the life of somebody else and now you become part of somebody else's community yeah so and part of what you just said too with the vulnerability piece is really important not just with spiritual direction but with counseling or small groups or whatever it is a lot of these tools that are in our spiritual formation tool belts or discipleship tool belts, however you want to think about it, they are only as helpful as what we put into it. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to counseling or to spiritual direction, it's only going to be as helpful as I put in the effort to be open Mm -hmm. and honest about what's going on in my life or about what I'm questioning or Mm -hmm. all those things. You really do have to be willing to work on your stuff. That's why, you know, like people who go through addictions recovery programs, if they're not doing it for themselves, if it wasn't their choice, if it got mandated by the courts or mm-hmm. a doctor or somebody else, anybody can go through the motions and finish a program. Yeah, it's not going to shift or change your life. Yeah, um, because you won't have done the inner work that you needed to do. So, yeah, showing up a hundred percent and being willing to be present to whatever your moment is is. So you've already shared a couple of examples. Is there like another story of something that a realization that you had as a result of uh, time and spiritual direction or um, kind of a light bulb moment? I'm here at Faith Covenant because of spiritual direction. Really? I mean, tell us more about that. Meeting (laughs) meeting with my spiritual director um, as I was sort of getting to to the end of my time at Plymouth and I was recognizing this sort of restlessness Mm -hmm. um, in my life and dissatisfaction and frustration. And um, she just really helped me sort through all that and, 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 and put it in the framework of understanding that sometimes God stirs us up when he's getting us ready for something else. He, mm. he sort of makes a mess of your comfort zone so that <laughs> you just don't like being in your comfort zone, right? <laughs> yeah. Like just kinda, your comfort zone's not so comfortable anymore. It's you enough that you're like, I'm willing to look at the next thing, right? Yeah. And if that hadn't been happening in my life at the time, I might have just continued to glide on, frustrated with the fact that Plymouth as a church and I have nothing but good things to say about my time at Plymouth. Fifteen of the best years of my life, mm-hmm. um, and and my kids too, for that matter. 
but their trajectory for what mattered most to them was starting to separate from what I felt God was asking me to do. Mm-hmm. And in that space, what do you do? You just and that's not that they were doing a wrong thing either. It's just you no. two were diverging. Yeah. And that's what spiritual direction helped me discern was mm-hmm. that. And it helped me to hear from God that it was that it's 100% okay for him to call Plymouth in one direction and me in another direction. Mm-hmm. And in and, and that spiritual direction session with that realization you're just sitting in silence and just listening for god and then sharing that with my director that's when i realized okay i can i can begin the process of saying what's next to god which is what ultimately led me to interview and yeah come here and I would just like to reiterate that Plymouth Covenant is a great church. Um, if any of you <laughs> saw our uh, art display that we had for the Easter show, those wooden easels we yeah. borrowed from Plymouth Covenant. So thank you, Plymouth Covenant. Yes. If any of you are watching, which I doubt is the case, <laughs> but thank you. You never know. Yep. It is the Covenant. Yep. It's weirdly small in yeah. so. <laughs> uh, Well, I, th- I think that's a good way to describe our, our viewership and listenership is weirdly small weirdly as well. Small. <laughs> But that's okay. We're we're very grateful for our listeners or our watchers, um, whomever they may be. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the that's the bulk of the questions that I wanted to ask. Before I say a couple other things, um, is there just anything else that is kind of on your heart about spiritual direction that you want people to know or think about? You know, it's just one of those things that you can sort of decide. Is this something that might be helpful for this season in life? And just because you say yes to it for now doesn't mean you have to do it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like therapy. Some people have a, a therapist relationship that they keep for the long haul because they know they're going to need to come back to it. Some people just need it for a season. And I think spiritual direction is kind of the same thing. I typically meet with my director once a month. Um, not like strictly like sometimes it's six weeks <laughs> oh five weeks you know it's just i just sort of a, I, I sort of glide along until i'm like you know i think i need to talk with my director about this and mm-hmm. then i email her and set up an appointment and so you you really are in control of that it's yeah. not not like you you know have have to like now do this every week for the rest of your life yeah um and you could try it and if you don't love it that's okay. Okay. You yeah. know, like that's fine too. So um, I have really valued it. I, I've seen um, it uh, really make a difference, difference in some pivotal moments in my life mm-hmm. and my ministry, both. Um, and I've really, really appreciated all of the sessions that I've had. There's not been one time that I've walked out and was like, well, that was a dumb waste of my day. <laughs> right. Not, not one. Like every single yeah. time. I walk out with things to think on, things to pray on, yeah. you know, things to sort of chew on for the next few days. And I feel full. Like, yeah. I feel... I usually walk out kind of wishing I'd recorded it so that I could, like, <laughs> replay it and reprocess yeah. and be like, I need yes. to come back to that. And... I mean, like, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of times when I want my spiritual director to just tell me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> in the same way that I would really would love for God to just drop an email every once in a while. Right. Like, could you just download the next six months for me and tell me what you want me to do? And I'm happy to do it. Right? Like, just... Or help me make sense of the last six months. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Somehow, God doesn't choose to communicate through email. And also somehow my spiritual director chooses not to. Like, I'd also take a text from God. (laughs) Doesn't have to be email. I could do text. Yeah. Direct message. Maybe he just wants to talk. Yeah, that's fine. As long as I recognize that it's his voice and not a crazy one in my head. Yes. I would also appreciate... If God would show up at some point in my life, just once, 
for anything. Does it could be like about what to have for breakfast. I don't care. But like show up like he does in Monty Python and the Holy Grail where like the clouds <laughs> part and he's just this giant talking head. I would love that. Yeah, I think that's kind of terrifying yeah. actually. <laughs> I mean it probably would be terrifying, but it would also be kind of cool and it it would definitely be a moment of clarity, I it think. Would be like a moment of clarity. Yes, I should have a different cereal for breakfast today. You know, also <laughs> not not as like formal as spiritual direction, but if you happen to have children in your life somewhere whether they're your own children or you can borrow them from somebody else or whatever especially young children like six and under they are um, incredibly attuned to the work of the holy spirit mm. and it's fascinating to engage them in conversations about yeah. that so i would i would encourage parents grandparents aunts uncles whoever um to, to do that every once in a while and just ask like like when you ask kids we're actually going to do this this wednesday I don't want to, but, um, but when you ask kids, um, how many of you think you, you've heard from the Holy Spirit? Like their hands go up like, <laughs> and there's no hesitation. Like, yeah. like, is this a weird answer? Is yeah. anybody looking at me? And they're like, they, they hear from God. Right. And, and so then you say, well, what does that look like? What does that sound like? She, they can tell you. And so, uh, you know, we have spiritual. Well, it's not a coincidence that us. like the Bible tells us to have childlike faith. Right, right. The other great time for spirituality is adolescence. So if you haven't asked a teenager lately what they think about God um, as a higher power or uh, you know so, something more along the spiritual lines, um, I do it. They they need that invitation because that's happening inside of them, and they probably think it's weird. Mm-hmm. And so if the adults around them invite the conversation, they begin to be like, oh. Like, this isn't weird. This is normal. Okay. And they can then start to, to ask their questions and share their thoughts and ideas and stuff. And it's, it's really fascinating. So mm-hmm. that's not spiritual direction. I just that's okay. on a tangent. But that's okay. The Holy Spirit. And the thing you are Reverend Dr. Sarah Sosa. You get to go on tangents. That's yeah, true. So, but I mean, think about spiritual direction is that you're listening for God. And mm-hmm. um, I think there are other spaces in our lives we can be listening if we know that that. Yeah. It's accessible to us. Yeah. So. The only other couple of things that I'll add, just from my own experience of spiritual direction, which in a funny twist, in about 30 minutes, I'm going to my spiritual director. Hey, hey. So, you know, shout out. Um, but I've just noticed from just the time that I've been in direction, I am learning what kinds of questions I can ask people that I'm in relationship with. not And to be clear, that does not make me a spiritual director, but it does give me some helpful questions to ask other people. Well, yeah. you know, what does God think about that? Mm-hmm. You know, and it just, it, it gives me more, it, it helps me understand how I function. And so that helps me understand how to ask questions to help other people understand yeah. how they function. So yeah. it's really... a well, it's something that prompted you to do some inner work or helped you listen better to be able then to turn around and offer that to somebody else. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's like giving the gift that keeps giving, right? That's paying it forward. It's like, this, hey, this was helpful for me. Maybe it's helpful for you too. And to, to do those um, self-reflective kinds of questions, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So then the last thing I'll say too is just, um, like we've said in previous episodes, if you have questions about how to find a spiritual director, let one of us know. Um, I know Shar has connections to a large network of spiritual directors. I know last week I shared a link in the episode description that 
Brad had of some spiritual directors. Um, we also have another spiritual director in our congregation, Lori Rude. Um, I did not tell her that I was going to name drop her in today's <laughs> thing, so um, she may be surprised that if you go up to her and ask questions, but um, by the time this episode airs, I will have informed her of this. But um, I don't know if she has capacity to take on more people, but um, she would, I'm sure she would be a great resource to connect you with um, any other spiritual directors that she may be aware of as well. So. Um, yeah, that's everything that I wanted to cover. Anything else? Any other tangents from the no. esteemed Reverend Doctor Sarah oh, I'm Sosa? Extra titles now. Yeah. <laughs> esteemed. I love that. Well, that wasn't a title. That was just a adjective. an adjective. Yeah. I'm gonna own it like a title. <laughs> so, put it on your business card. The right Reverend. Yeah. No, I have nothing else to add. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it, as always. And thank you all for joining us as well. Remember to subscribe and share this episode with anybody that may need that. So, um, as always, if there's any questions or concerns or comments that you have, things you want us to cover or stories that you want to tell through our podcast, uh, let me know. My email address is right in the uh, description of the episode. So, please feel free to contact me and let me know what you want to hear. So... Thank you, Sarah, and thank you all, and I hope you all have a wonderful and blessed day.